Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily Midam Sash Sharm. We have to do number 97 here in our Limud. As we continue through chapter 19, learning with the elements of Hasidus, we finished off the last lesson in the middle of discussing how beautifying mitzvahs bring glory and beautification to Hashem's mitzvahs is another way of bringing Kavod Hashem within this category, broader category of Yiras Hashem, which is something that we need to engender within ourselves in order to reach levels of Hasidus. And back to today, we're going to elaborate further on what that means to beautify mitzvahs, not just the mitzvah itself, but even how we present ourselves when doing the mitzvah. And we'll also talk a bit about um, about Shabbos, honoring Shabbos and Yom Tif, and we'll wrap up with that and today, and then we'll go back to tomorrow with even more explanations and examples about the beautification of Shabbos and Yom Tif. Right there, Sharm, Dr. Amchal. We're talking about the beautification of mitzvahs. So much so, on the flip side, Chazal have told us many, many ways and many times and situations of things we should do or not do in order to avoid making a bizoya, an embarrassment, um, lower, lowering the status and stature of a mitzvah in our eyes. It says in Gemara Megillah, Someone that grabs the, the nakedness of a Sefer Torah, either the parchment, the cloth themselves, where we're allowed to use the eitzchayim, the wood, but you're not supposed to touch the cloth with your hands itself, even if, you know, if, if anyone sees when the, they're doing galila after Pierce the Torah, and if the cloth is like hanging off the Torah, so it needs to be lifted up in order for the Torah to be tight, tightly wound properly, you'll see people use their talus to grab the top of the cloth to lift it up. You shouldn't use your your your, your bare hands. Uh, typically, that's that's the halacha that we pass in like, to, uh, because it's, it's, a, it's a lack of kavod, of, of yira, uh, for the honor of this Yavatar, but it's a mitzvah because it's it's a contempt for the mitzvah by doing such things that you're willing to touch with your own bare hands the, the, the cloth of the Sefer Torah. And it's just notable here, the Ramchal uh, and Der Hashem points out that it says, Kolokhe Sefer Torah, Orum Nikbar Orum. Orum, you grab the Sefer Torah naked, Nikbar Orum, he will be buried naked. What does that mean? It doesn't mean literally he's going to be buried without, you know, the burial shrouds that the people are buried with. But it means that that mitzvah that he thought he was doing, he'll be naked of that mitzvah. Meaning, which is big chiddush, the Rambam is pointing out here, that if you lack the proper beautification and glory, hither mitzvah necessary, and or you 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 do the mitzvah in a way that is lacking in the kavod, i.e., it's like a bizayon, like you're like for example, you're touching the sefer Torah. Then even if you're learning Torah and you use, you're pointing with your finger, you're touching the cloth, you lose the action itself. You lose the value of the mitzvah itself. It seems by doing it in, in, in a way that, that could potentially be a, a bazillion to the mitzvah. So even if you're checking the box, meaning tell me we're saying, it's a big chiddush, tell me we're saying like, okay, checking the box, you do the mitzvah, but Hashem wants you to beautify the mitzvah. Right? It's, not, it's not enough. And you, you, you maybe you would say, but like you're really missing out. If you're able to beautify, you should beautify. Here it's saying, even if you check the box, but you do it in a way that's a bazillion in, in any way, it's in, in, in some way you're actually losing the value of the mitzvah. It's a big chiddush. It's a big chiddush here. So another big example of this is when it comes to Bikurim, the, the gifts that Kali saw, the first fruits, um, first fruits were brought to Yerushalayim, and it's a whole ceremony, um, as the Pesukim elaborate of them coming into the city, and everyone shuts their shops, and people welcome them, it's a big, big mitzvah, that's a lot of, a lot of glories put behind this mitzvah. Looking at the way Bikurim were done will show us how beautification of mitzvahs should look like. Shekach shaninu. Because we learned in, in the Mishnah, Bikurim, Hashar ho'lech lefneim, vekarnav mitzupos zav, v'atar shal zayis barosho. As, as the, these uh, farmers would carry the Bikurim, their first fruits, 
first produce into Yerushalayim, the ox would walk ahead of them, his horns would be overlaid with gold, and a wreath of olive branches would be on his head, clearly showing the beauty and the glory of the Sisha Mitzvah. Ocham, it says, Vaita there in Bikurim, Mishnais, Hashirim, Vivim, Bikurim, Biklaso, Shalzav, Aniim, Bisali, Nitsarim. The wealthy people who were able to afford it, they would bring their first fruits in baskets of silver and gold. And the poor people would bring it in baskets of peeled willow branches. Peeled is willow is, is more hushed than regular willow. So everyone on their level bring bring what they do they can to, to beautify the mitzvah. By the way, just picturing this in your mind, people don't have, they we're, we're imagining like and the pictures have been even seen in like the cartoons depicting such a, such a, uh, an event of, of bringing the bikurim to Yerushalayim, thinking these big baskets just overflowing with grapes and pomegranates and all this stuff. These are just the first fruits. You could bring up beyond the first fruits, right? The people brought more than they had to bring. But the first we're talking about literally like, there's like, you know, one pomegranate, like one cluster of grapes. Like it's a nice, beautiful basket. And some farmers may just bring like a few little, little things within this big basket. Again, showing the beautification that we bring even to this seemingly small mitzvah of, of the first fruits. Obviously, Bikurim is a, is a very deep Indian of, of showing that everything we have is from Hashem. Nothing belongs to us. And we're, and we're demonstrating this by at least one aspect of the mitzvah. Demonstrating this by bringing these first fruits to Hashem. We worked so hard for these fruits all season long. And that finally, we these fruits are our labor. And that we bring to Hashem to show that everything's from, from Hashem and for Hashem. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not it's no coincidence that this is specifically the mitzvah that we learn, the idea of beautifying mitzvahs, because it's it's such a hush of a mitzvah that shows our reliance and connection to the Ebishter. Ocham, it also says there by Bikurim, Shalos Midos by Bikurim, Bikurim Tosefes Bikurim, Vitur Bikurim. There are three components to this mitzvah Bikurim. The Bikurim themselves, the supplemental Bikurim, like I said, I guess if you want to bring more fruit than you're obligated to, and Vitur Bikurim. Like a crown, like the adornments of the Bikurim, the beautification of it. What, what is the basket that you use to bring it? We see from the Mitzvah Bikurim to what extent we are, we are, you know, pushed, encouraged um, to, to beautify the Mitzvah as much as possible. And how, how, how key that is to the actual mitzvah itself. And from here we learn to all the mitzvahs in the Torah. That you should beautify the mitzvahs as much as possible. And just a note here, specifically it says, it, it delineates, differentiates between rich people would bring baskets of gold and silver, and poor people would bring the, the peeled willow branch baskets, whatever it is. Point being, it's purely subjective on someone's level and, and their means. Don't think for a second that the usher that's able to bring with the silver and gold is looked at at a higher level at all than the ani who's coming with just um, a, a you know a, a wicker basket made out of a peeled peeled willow branches. Everything is subjective. It's it's you call the div libo is lotion of 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 the Torah when it talks about the nedavas that we mentioned earlier. Someone makes an oath to Hashem. It's all relative. It could be that ani's basket with the stripped willow was much more of an investment and much bigger, you know, hit to his bank account than that usher with his massive, beautiful gold and silver basket. So in a way, even the under could be even at a quote-unquote higher level than the serious that the under could have to, to spend above and beyond to beautify the mitzvah, to bring glory and honor to Hashem. It could be even greater than the usher. So you, you never know. And, and it's all relative. Don't think for a second that maybe, oh, I, I, I don't have the means to to, to donate a Sefer Torah. I don't have a means to, 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 to you know, to buy a $300 SR. I'm, I'm lacking. Chas v'shalm, chas v'shalm. Everything is, Hashem rates us, Hashem measures our actions based on the level of Messiah Sefer, and it's purely subjective on an individual level. Just wanted to point that out. Very important. V'yavru. And right there, we're going to see here, like I mentioned in the beginning of the lesson, that it's not just the beautification of the mitzvah itself, but how do we present ourselves? How do we appear when doing the mitzvah? It's also a part of this, 
hither mitzvah, the idea of bringing honor and kavod Hashem as mitzvah. So Amru says, Vaiter in in Gemara Shabbos, Rava Rame Puz Make Umitzale, before davening, Rava would put on beautiful shoes before he would pray. Omar, Hikon Yisrael, he would quote the Pasuk in Amos, explaining what he was doing, which means, the Pasuk says, prepare to meet your God, O, o Yisrael, right? Prepare to meet Hashem, meaning you're about to encounter the Abishter when you're davening, right? Baruch Hashem, Mamash in front of you, recognize you're standing in front of Hashem, as we discussed before, so certainly you should, you should, the same way you would go greet any sort of king, Lahavdil, you would dress appropriately, same thing with tefillah. Odom, tell us, also in the Pasuk, in Vereshus Rabbah, Big Day Esav, when the whole Misa with with the Brachas, when Rivka gets Yaakov to dress up as Esav and trick Yitzhak, his father, to get the Brachas in Vereshus, save Vereshus, the Vereshus Rabbah says, when it comes to that Pasuk, that Rivka then took the precious garments of Esav, her older son, and he clothed Yaakov, clothed, she clothed Yaakov, her younger son, in those in those garments. Amar Rabban Shem on that Pasuk, that Medrash, Rabban says, all my days I served my father, but I did not serve him even one hundredth as respectfully as Esav served his father Yitzchak. Ani shimashti es abba. So Rabbi said, I would serve my father while wearing dirty clothing. But when setting out to travel, I would get dressed up and clean, wear clean clothing. When Esav would serve his father, he would only wear royal garments. So Rabbi Gamil himself was saying, wow, the honor that Esav brought to his father and the way he would present himself wasn't just he made in the nicest delicacies and treated his father properly, but even when he showed up to serve his father, he dressed in a very honorable way. So if we would act this way, if we, we, we would act this way in front of a flesh and blood human being, certainly, certainly, when it comes to standing in front of the Holy One, blessed be he, the King of all kings, to pray for before him, we should dress appropriately in an honorable way. Big day covered. We should wear honorable clothing befit, befitting that that person that is standing in front of a king. And we sit in front of Hashem the way we would sit in front of a very great king. And now to finish off today's lesson, we're going to begin discussing the idea of, of kavod, kavod and hither mitzvahs when it comes to Shabbos and Yavtav. Shabbos and Yom Within this gather of, again, Hasidus, and we're within, the, within Hasidus, we're talking about the way in which we do our actions. And within the way we should do our actions, we're talking about fear and love of Hashem. And within Yiras Hashem, we're talking about one way of, of engendering and, and showing our fear of Hashem is investing in the beautification of our mitzvahs. And the Ramchal now is going to bring that specifically when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tov. The honoring of Shabbos and Yom Tov is within this category. Anyone that works to honor the Shabbos and Yom Tov more and more certainly brings Hashem Nechasurach, satisfaction to Hashem. As the Pesach says in Yeshaya, Many of us have the minog to, to say these, these psukim before Shabbos day. We should honor it. We should honor Shabbos. And now, since we've seen very clearly that enhancing its honor of Shabbos is a mitzvah itself, there's many different forms of bringing honor to Shabbos. So, meaning, so how, do we, how do we do it? 
There's, there's, we even say, um, there's a Rebona Shalom that many people say uh, before Kiddush Friday night. We say that we changed our clothing for Shabbos. We changed our tablecloth for Shabbos. We lit candles for Shabbos. We made special food for Shabbos. These are all different ways. The Rambam lists so many different ways that we can bring honor to Shabbos. Ah, what's the general rule? Shakol Masa Shabbat Narech Hashivas So, any action that we can do to show the honor and esteem of Shabbos, that we should do. Shabbos is a huge opportunity to to demonstrate this. And again, this is something that I used to struggle with. And you think about it, like on Shabbos, I would love you know I'd indulge in some some good wine, some good bourbon, some good chalent, some good meat. And especially today, and there's no shortage of people enhancing their Shabbos and up with meat boards and fish boards and this kind of board and, and, and all, all these different gifts and yummy. And we're very, very into sourdough now. My wife makes the most delicious sourdough anyone could ever imagine. So I love this stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, I mean, is that just me? I'm, 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 I'm a Baltaiva. Yes, I am to be a Baltaiva. But is it, I'm just doing it for myself and just enjoying myself. No, it's, it's Mamash and Mitzvah. It's Mitzvah. Onik Shabbos is a Mitzvah. on Shabbos. Onik Shabbos. How can we do that? Many different ways. One of the ways is having beautiful, wonderful, delicious foods that we wouldn't normally have during the week. As we say in the Zemiros. And that is a beautiful, wonderful, easy, enjoyable way for us to bring honor to Shabbos. To bring honor to Shabbos. And we'll see right there tomorrow examples where even the greatest of people would invest in the beautification and honor uh, of Shabbos in, in ways that one may think, oh, that's, that's for the five towns. No, 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 no. It's not just for the five towns. Glory and honoring Shabbos is for every Jew on their level. to bring unbelievable honor to Shabbos. And through that, Shabbos and should bring honor to us um, in our relationship with Hashem and only bring us closer to, to our, our ultimate service of Him. We should be Zochah, Halavai, Lacham Yidin, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a Shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.